This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, December 4th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. There was an awful lot of swearing going on in Annapolis. We had the Anne Arundel County Council. They were sworn in at about 3.15 yesterday afternoon. It was a brief ceremony led by Scott Poyer, who is the new clerk of the courts, seated a brand new council, which will have only one returning member in Andrew Prusky, who was elected chairman. And unique about the council now is that it is a majority Democratic council, which is a flip-flop from the last administration and For the first time ever, it is a majority of women. Allison Picard of District 2 was selected as the vice chair for the year. Over in the courthouse, Jim Fredericks was sworn in as the new sheriff in town, replacing Sheriff Ron Bateman, whom he defeated in the primary back in June. But the big deal was County Executive Stuart Pittman. Pittman took the oath of office just before noon yesterday at Maryland Hall in front of about 700 people. And he laid out his vision for the county in about a 15-minute speech, which you can actually listen to on ionanapolis.net. Or if you are subscribed to this podcast, it probably was delivered to you yesterday afternoon. He's got some ambitious goals coming up. Among them are forming a gun violence prevention commission, ending the 287G partnership with the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, opening up discussions with the state to purchase the 447-acre Crownsville Hospital site, hiring the county's first environmental policy advisor, hiring more teachers and first responders and paying them more, creating an open and transparent government and increasing community engagement and data reporting. Now, the inauguration ceremony was very cool. It had a signer, which is the first time I've ever saw someone doing American Sign Language at the front of the stage. Very good there. And it was opened up by an interfaith invocation led by leaders of local Christian, Jewish, and Muslim congregations. House Speaker Michael Bush was there to welcome the crowd and lead the Pledge of Allegiance. Reverend Stephen Tillett, pastor of Asbury Broadneck United Methodist Church and the Anne Arundel County chapter of the NAACP served as the MC. As he wrapped up his speech, Pittman said that the county needed a new slogan. The old slogan under former county executive Steve Shue was Anne Arundel County as the best place to live, work, or start a business in Maryland. And Pittman, citing his frugality, said that he needed to hack off nine words. And from now on, it's just going to be Anne Arundel County, the best place. I'm not sure I like that one, but... Let's see how Stuart Pittman does. We wish him all the best of luck as he gets underway guiding the county for the next four years. Yesterday afternoon, about 3.30, a fire broke out in a house in the 800 block on Bestgate Road. It called three local jurisdictions, the Annapolis City Fire Department, the Anne Arundel County Fire Department, as well as the United States Naval Academy Fire Department. It was a full two-alarm fire. The house was pretty much destroyed. Thankfully, there were no injuries to report, and there is no damage estimate available just yet. All right, listen up. I want to give you three pieces of advice of things not to do. First of all, don't pee in public. Second of all, if you pee in public and an officer comes to tell you not to pee in public, don't slap him. And thirdly, if you're peeing in public and an officer comes to tell you not to pee in public and you slap him, don't have an ounce of PCP in your pocket. 
Yes, that is exactly what happened to Brandon Bishop of Bowie, who was charged with slapping an officer, urinating in a public place, and drug distribution after the Annapolis Police Department responded to a call for help on Saturday in the 1300 block of Tyler Avenue. The initial call was for somebody that may have been under the influence of drugs. When they arrived, they saw he was peeing, they told him to stop, he smacked them, they held him, they found his drugs, and the officer was taken to the hospital just as a precaution to see if he had any exposure to the drugs when Bishop's hand hit him in the face. Good, solid advice. Back at the end of November, somebody dropped off a dead raccoon at the county animal control office. It was in a box, and it was tested positive for rabies. County Health Department was looking for the man that dropped it off. They found some video surveillance, and they've ultimately identified the man, but they're not identifying him to us because he needed to be tested for rabies. The raccoon did come from the Glen Burnie area, and the county does say that anybody that has come into contact with a rabbit animal should see a medical professional and get treatment. Now, there have been 10 confirmed cases of rabies so far this year in Anne Arundel County, and that compares to 8 last year and 15 in 2016. Okay, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. Also, you want to click on the link that's in the show notes there and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. There's lots of really cool ways that you can do that. You can send us voicemail messages or texts, sign up for our email, send us a letter to the editor, all of that good stuff. It's all now on one page on the website, so we've got a link there in the show notes as well. Please make sure you're recommending us to your friends and colleagues. We do appreciate that. And now you just want to hang tight because we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up in just a minute. From Main Street to Maryland Avenue, West Street to Ego Alley, and the circles in between. Shop local this holiday season by shopping at Midnight Madness in historic downtown Annapolis, with all stores open until midnight this Thursday. Post a selfie from Snowflake Alley, sip cocoa on City Dock, visit the baby alpacas, and on every street corner, enjoy dancers, carolers, and music. It's Midnight Madness. Visit downtownannapolispartnership.org. Midnight Madness is sponsored by the Downtown Annapolis. Annapolis Partnership, Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis, and WRNR. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and here's your eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, December 4th. Yesterday was a great bounce-back day of sun and warmth with sunny highs in the upper 50s and lower 60s after a wet, gray, slightly dismal weekend across Anne Arundel County. But Monday's nice weather will feel like a bit of a distant memory after today, as a much more winter-like period will start this morning and should last into at least next Monday or Tuesday as the first of two cold fronts moves through, allowing colder air to filter in from the northwest with sunny and sometimes breezy highs of 40 to 47 later today. Then after lows in the 25 to 30 degree range early Wednesday morning, we should expect highs the rest of the week to be somewhere in the 38 to 43 degree range as the second cold front moves through later in the week helping to set the stage for what could be winter storm number two of the season to possibly impact the area Sunday into Monday. At this point, while it's still a bit too far out, we're starting to lean toward a storm that will bring either a mixture of rain and snow or straight snowfall to the region versus the third option on the table, which is little to nothing with a storm that moves out to sea somewhere off the coast of the Carolinas. Definitely stay tuned for updates on this one as it could easily evolve into a moderate to significant storm, whatever form it takes, as it develops in the Gulf of Mexico region and tries its best to become a coastal storm of some sort on the U.S. East Coast. Okay, that's it for today. 
This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to download our free app by searching for DCMDVA Weather from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter or on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. There is a diamond of diamonds, and as you'd expect, it's from the De Beers Group, benefiting from over 130 years of diamond expertise. Only 14 diamond tears in the world are allowed to touch them. Its name? Forevermark. And only one jeweler between Annapolis and Washington has it. Zachary's. Not only is it a beautiful and rare diamond, it's a diamond with the story of responsible sourcing, supporting women and girls in diamond-producing areas around the world through education, health care, professional training, and other programs. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you're not just giving, you're giving back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.